podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and it's time for another Wander Round Paradise. Let's have a look back to the weekend's game against Hearts and also we'll have a, a wee look forward to the Champions League encounter with Atletico Madrid here at Celtic Park. Going into the game at the weekend, Celtic had already played at Ibrox, Pataudry, Fur Park and the Tony Macaroni and another tricky away fixture at Tincastle was upon us. That supercomputer wasn't too kind to Brendan Rodgers but Brendan Rodgers did what Brendan Rodgers does and we got the win. Not only that, we got the performance as well. I think when you look back to the game against Kilmarnock, it was the best performance of the season. And we followed that up with another vintage Brendan Rodgers style performance. I say style because we're getting a, a look at the kind of style that we are playing. The type, the type of football, the philosophy that Brendan Rodgers is implementing into this side uh, was there for all to see. Um, I think when you come out of an international break, the biggest concern is that you come out of that with no injuries. And thankfully, we didn't have any injuries during that break. We had 14 internationals on duty for the countries. Uh, but thankfully, they all came back and they all came back fit. So the starting 11, I think, is our strongest at the moment that you could possibly uh, choose and select. And we've gone into the game against Tynecastle. Uh, with a back five that is starting to really blend. Um, there's a real understanding between Hart, Johnston, Taylor, Scales and Cameron Carter-Vickers and no one can deny that Liam Scales uh, deserves that jersey. We had on the bench Nat Phillips, of course, no Lagerbjelk, but we did go for Nat Phillips. What do you think about that then? Because Nat Phillips isn't our player. He's going back potentially to Liverpool in January. But he got the jersey over Gustav Lagerbjelk, who did pretty well for Sweden, scored his first goal against Moldova. Um, and I think it comes down mainly to the fact that it's one eye on the Champions League on Wednesday. Phillips has that Champions League uh, experience and Brendan Rodgers has opted for him on the bench. Good performance by the defence. I don't think uh, we can blame them for anything, really. There was one mishap for the Hearts goal, but it was down to a straight pass by Dyson Maeda. We'll come back to that because we won't uh, labour the fact, uh, as it was, a pretty positive performance. Celtic's midfield were outstanding at the weekend with Callum McGregor playing in such a way that we didn't really speak about him after the game. That normally means he's had a 7 out of 10 performance. He's back to what we would expect from Callum McGregor after a slow start, I think, this season. And he's come through that international break. He just keeps playing games and putting in the performances. Loads of really good defence to attack transitions um, were due to Callum McGregor. And on one occasion, he went for a wee mazy run of his own, taking on two or three players and uh, starting the attack. I thought he was excellent at the weekend. And then you've got the tail of the other two midfielders. You've got Matt O'Reilly, who has been outstanding all season, and Rio Atati, who started off slow and he's getting back into his stride now. Matt O'Reilly, that goal, the opening goal, it was perfect. The ball from Palma was excellent, a wee dink over the top, but the body shape of O'Reilly was absolutely key to him being able to turn all in one motion, score with the left foot, fantastic goal. And that's what we wanted from O'Reilly. After last season's performances, we wanted goals and he's done it and he's done it prolifically. And that's his sixth of the season. He's the top goal scorer at the moment. 
probably looking towards double figures. He's now been in the Danish national squad on one occasion and he'll be looking to establish himself at that level as well. He was outstanding at the weekend. So too was Rio Atati. I know he missed the penalty and actually I would take him off the penalties now. But uh, one or two straight passes, but a very, very good performance. And I think that bodes well for Wednesday night here against Atletico Madrid. Um, we move into the top half of the park and we've got Palma who is quickly becoming a fan's favourite. What a ball that was. Uh, sometimes you can unlock a defence with just a wee dink over the top. Palma was alive to that. O'Reilly timed his run perfectly and a very good performance by the Honduran. And then obviously Maeda gets a goal as well. It's not the uh, prettiest goal he's ever going to score. But you know what, sometimes in the six-yard box, use any part of your anatomy, make sure it goes in the net, and that's what he did. And I'm not going to hold his straight pass against him because what he does off the ball and what he does elsewhere certainly makes up for one or two uh, poor crosses or poor passes. Um, and then, of course, you've got Kyogo in amongst the goals for Japan during the week, and he continues that uh, with another fantastic strike. He is the talisman. I'm a wee bit concerned that we don't have backup for him, but hopefully we can put that right in January. When I look at the bench, as I said before, I was quite surprised that Lagerbelk wasn't on there, um, but I can understand that for the Champions League game on Wednesday. Uh, but Bernardo uh, got the nod over home, who uh, was also on international duty during the week, and Bernardo made the uh, cameo appearance, but the best appearance from the bench, of course, was Tomoki Awata, a player we've been talking about over the last year or so. Um, uh, he's always impressed me when he's played in the midfield, but it's going to be difficult to break into that uh, trio that we've just spoken about. Uh, when you do, you need to make an impression, and Awata certainly did that. He was screaming for the ball on the two occasions that O tried his luck, and when it finally broke to him, what a finish by Awata. Something for the gaffer to think about. You can trust Awata to come on in the big games, uh, you know, Champions League games, games against Rangers and shore up the midfield. I think he's a key squad player. Now, loads was spoken about in relation to the ticket allocation uh, at Tynecastle and at other grounds. And I've heard the argument that, you know, these clubs would rather sell the tickets to their own fans, build their own fan base, build their own community. Well, all I seen at Tynecastle was faded empty seats. Uh, a lot more by the end of the game, actually, as the Hearts fans were leaving in their droves. What is their argument? They, they want to sell it to their own fans, but they can't. Or is it indeed the case that they just don't want Celtic fans in their stadium? And if Scottish football doesn't want Celtic fans, then maybe Celtic shouldn't want Scottish football. That's a big debate to be had. And it's something I'm pretty sure certain figures at that club are considering at this moment in time. All eyes will be on Celtic Park as Celtic face Atletico Madrid in the Champions League here on Wednesday night. It's the third game of the campaign and it's a campaign that's been pretty cruel to us so far how long are we going to be saying that you know fine margins etc but it has been you look at the first game against Feyenoord two sendings off away from home against the pot one team um, but we keep the score down to 2-0 and then here um, at Celtic Park against Lazio we thought we had scored what could have been the winner uh, by Louis Palma and unfortunately it was so, so cruel we lost that late goal and it was a mistake by some guy who you would never expect to make the mistake in Cameron Carter-Vickers. Um, are we able to start getting some points on the board against Atletico Madrid? It's a big ask, they're a great side. But you know what, magical things here can happen at Celtic Park and Brendan Rodgers, I feel, has learned a lot in the, the first two games about his squad um, and I think that it's going to be a very tight game and you never know. 
we might be able to get a win here at Celtic Park. What a famous night that would be as well. Brendan Rodgers, of course, is starting to win any fans who doubted him uh, back. And I think that there's been uh, a, a, a huge amount of reasons for that around the fact that, uh, you know, he has really integrated himself um, in among Celtic supporters clubs uh, up at St Rocks for the charity game we were involved in. But by winning games, that's always going to be key. Win games and you're going to win the support back. Um, we'll be back tomorrow at 12.30 as always on a Celtic State of Mind. Please check out the links below because we are still pushing the sell the jerseys initiative for we Jamie Tierney. Uh, the jerseys continue to come in and we've got a few big gigs coming up so we'll be able to raise some money for them. Join us tomorrow again for a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.